TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tonight, they're going to be playing hockey in Las Vegas. Game one of the Stanley Cup final. It'll be Florida at Vegas to play the Golden Knights. And joining us to talk all things hockey here in early June on a hot, humid day, Jess Myers from the Rink Live. Jess, good to visit with you. Always good to talk to you, Steve. You know, I was thinking back, 1987 is a long time ago, but uh, before Game 1 of the World Series, I was driving from northern Minnesota down to the Twin Cities. I was coming in on Highway 65, you know, through Ham Lake and Blaine and, you know, that whole area of the Twin Cities. And I noticed every business that had a sign had something about the twins up on their sign. You know, you, you could tell just how it had caught the eye of the community. Well, lo and behold, one of the really fun things as we head into game one of the Stanley Cup final, you look at the marquee of just about every casino, every everything on the Vegas Strip, and they've got something about the Golden Knights up there. It's wow. really cool to see a community for whom this is all still pretty new. Granted, they've been to a Stanley Cup final once before, but keep in mind, Seven years ago, the Vegas Golden Knights didn't exist, and the and the idea of NHL hockey in the desert was still seemed pretty foreign to some people, or at least uh, in Nevada. And it's really, really cool. This is a fun time to see how uh, kind of these new communities, these non-traditional areas, have really, really latched onto this sport. Yeah, and what's amazing, Jess, is they blazed the trail that all the other major league sports uh, weren't sure. The NFL, the NBA, I thought the NBA would be first to Vegas. They still haven't made it. The NFL is there, of course, the Raiders moved from Oakland. The A's may join them uh, in a ballpark on the strip. But it really was a bold move by the NHL to to go there. Now they have 600 million reasons uh, to take the money because the other owners shared that that big chunk of money. But I think the NHL did it right. They said if you're going to spend that kind of money, you're going to be able to get a good player off every roster and every club in the NHL. And and they built a competitive roster right out of the gate. And give Seattle credit, they did the same thing uh, when the Kraken were born. I, I, I think the NHL has really done a good job expanding and making sure that, that these teams are competitive right away. Yeah, this idea that we saw in the last round of expansion, which included the Minnesota Wild back in 2000, yeah. uh, that, you know, pony up a, a couple hundred million dollars for an expansion franchise, and then we'll give you, you know, the, the worst player on every other team, uh, and you can try and put a roster together yeah. that way, and then maybe five years down the road we'll see in the playoffs. I think the owners uh, of the newer teams have said, okay, that's not going to fly with us. If we're going to invest this much, we want to give 
fans a reason to cheer right away, and especially in areas like Las Vegas, as, a, as an example, yes. where the game does not you know, come, come first or come naturally to a lot of people. Again, you know, I, I'm sounding like an old guy today. I started out talking about 1987, but I remember also, you know, 1990, that stretch when UNLV was the hottest thing in college basketball. And that was akin to their professional sports team in Vegas, even though, you know, they were NCAA level. And I go back to that time, too, Steve. Remember, uh, casinos in, in Nevada could not take bets on UNLV because they thought there was some advantage to be gained with a local team and all that. So we really see the way the sports scene there has changed and just the way the community has changed that, you know, Vegas has grown exponentially as, as a metropolitan area. You're right. You know, now the, the Oakland A's seem to be, you know, picking out where they want to build their, uh, their stadium. And, and man, think about the city of Oakland. They face the potential of losing their football team and their baseball team to the same community. I mean, think if, you know, the twins would have moved to Dallas somehow, how, how we would have felt about that. Yeah, once upon a time they had uh, the Golden Seals, I believe, uh, the California Golden Seals. Now and, we're and really going in the, the wayback machine now, but they um, had the Golden State Warriors until just recently, you that, know, and that, they moved across right. the uh, the bay to San Francisco as well. So, uh, not great times for sports fans in the city of Oakland. Yeah, for sure. I I think what they got right though about Vegas is this, sports wise. And I think the Raiders are, are going to have an opportunity and have already tapped into this. Uh, I, b- I believe the Vikings go out to, to Vegas to play the Raiders this year. Is yeah, that second, second week of uh, December, I think it is. A lot yeah. of people are already making their, their reservations heading out, <laughs> heading out there. It, it is a city of attractions. You have you 2 setting up a residency at the brand-new Sphere uh, Arena that, that's being built right on the, the Strip. Um, you have big stars who have been in residency there for for a long, long time. And now you have big league sports as another attraction. And this is something where the casinos can offer it to their best customers. Hey, we've got a suite at T-Mobile Arena. Do you want to go to an NBA? Do you want to go to an NHL game? Do you want to go to a Raiders game? And let's face it, there are going to be a lot of Viking fans in Vegas uh, for for that Raider game later this year, and the the teams that only get in there once every five or six years, I I, I think it's just another attraction for that city. The the NBA will be there. There's no doubt in my mind. The question is, you know, when do they make that move? But yeah, it's a, it's a perfect city for that. They've they've got a very good hockey team. But on the flip side, you've got the Florida Panthers, and I I was looking at it again. We all know about. Their monumental upset over the Boston Bruins in the first round, winning that four games to three, winning that game seven in Boston to oust a, a team who had arguably the greatest season in NHL history, certainly in the modern era, uh, the, the greatest season in NHL history, regular season. Then they beat Toronto, continue their misery, blow out the Carolina Hurricane, a very solid club, and here they are. And I, I think, you know, the players have been quoted as saying, yeah, we paid our dues. They, they've shown they deserve to be in the Stanley Cup final. How about, how about this scenario? Imagine this. It didn't happen, but imagine it had happened. Imagine in about year three or year four, Herschel Walker would have turned it on for the Vikings and suddenly been the star everybody expected him to be. Yeah. You know, it never happened. He, he, he just didn't pan out. The trade didn't turn out to be a good trade. Well, you're seeing something 
kind of similar to that in Sergei Bobrovsky, the goalie for the Florida Panthers. He came over for big money, signed a huge contract coming over from Carolina, or excuse me, from, uh, from Columbus, where he had been a great goalie on a, on a not very good team. So he took big money to go to Florida. And two years in, people are saying, well, that was a bust. It just didn't work out. His numbers weren't very good. Keep in mind, Steve, when the playoffs started, Alex Lyon from Bidette, Minnesota, was the starting goalie for the Florida oh. Panthers those first couple of games against Boston. And then they said, well, well, okay, we're down 3-1 in the series. Let's give Bobrovsky a shot. And now all of a sudden he's earning his money. I mean, everybody is afraid of a hot goalie come playoff time. And he has absolutely been that for Florida. The other thing they're getting is some balanced scoring. Matthew Kachuk came over in a trade, and he's been a very good, very solid playoff player. And then every playoff needs an enemy, right? You need a bad guy. Well, Sam Bennett has been just the tough guy, the guy that everybody hates for Florida. He's the one that took out uh, Matthew Nyes in the Toronto series, you know, gave gave Matthew Nyes a concussion, kind of throwing him to the ice. So you got to have the bad guy, and Sam Bennett has been that. My only reason I feel kind of bad for the Florida Panthers, 1996 was the last time they make the Stanley Cup final. They were a pretty new team at that point. They finally get back there after all these years, and lo and behold, the Miami Heat also make the final. So you wonder how much air basketball is sucking out of the sports media balloon in South Florida right now uh, and how much folks are paying attention to the Panthers. But fun to see some big crowds there, fun to see people you know, on the beach wearing their red hockey jerseys and all of that. So uh, years ago, when there was this idea of expanding pro hockey to the, to the Sun Belt, I think we're finally kind of seeing the realization of what that dream was. Yeah, and really, the the only spot it, and, and Florida's had up and down attendance at, at their building in Sunrise, Florida, I believe. But the Tampa Bay Lightning, huge success. Tampa Bay is now a hockey mecca. The, the NCAA uh, Men's Hockey Championships, known as the Frozen Four, can hardly wait to get back to Tampa Bay. Um, it, it, it's it's incredible what they've done there. Now, hockey hasn't worked out in Atlanta. They, they haven't been able to land an NHL team in Houston. Things haven't worked out particularly well in Arizona. They're all still trying to figure out their building situation. But Vegas, winner, winner. Tampa Bay has been great. And here's Florida in the final. We had a Stanley Cup in Anaheim. We've had a couple Stanley yep, Cups in Los go. Angeles uh, not yep. too long ago. And as as much as I grit my teeth and say this, you know, the Dallas Stars are a huge success. That was a great hockey team this year. Um, you know, they, they come out and support a winner in Dallas. It's a good sports town. So, uh, you know, that's turned out probably about as good as the NFL, or excuse me, the NHL couldn't have envisioned things in 1993 when Gary Bettman came in and the deal was already done for the North Stars to move down to Dallas for that franchise to succeed, first of all, in Texas, and then for Minnesota to get an expansion franchise in a new building and to you know be able to sell tickets the way the Minnesota Wild have. And granted, they, they haven't made that playoff run yet. We're still all, all waiting for it. But uh, I, I think things have turned out generally pretty well for hockey in the United States. Yeah, the only thing I wonder about as we embark on the, the Stanley Cup final game one tonight in Vegas is is what to make of the situation in Arizona. They can't continue to play in a 5,000-seat college building in Tempe, the new home of Arizona State. You've been there, Jess. Um, I, I, I don't know how much momentum there is to actually get a building. It doesn't look like they're going to return to Glendale out in the West Valley. They, they've, that, that ship has sailed. So uh, the, the Arizona situation, though, it, it's not been good for a number of years.
I wrote about this right after the vote in Tempe failed. You know, and it's something like 56% of the people who voted in Tempe, Arizona, voted to say, no, we're not giving any tax breaks to the NHL team. We're, uh, we're, we're going to preserve this landfill that we've got. And I looked at the situation, and Steve, it's amazing. In just about every city where a new arena has eventually been built, first, there has been a vote by the public, and the vote has gone south. So I do think... If I were to look in my crystal ball, there, there's going to be a solution for the Coyotes to stay in Arizona. I really think that's the, the ultimate goal. Now, if you're a Minnesota Gopher fan, it actually kind of worked out good for you because Logan Cooley decided to come back for another year with the Gophers, and he yeah. admitted one of the reasons he didn't jump ship and go to the NHL was because of this uncertainty with the situation in Arizona. Now, he said all the right things and said, I'm sure they'll work it out, and you know they'll find a way to make it work in Arizona. And he even said, when in talking to reporters, and if not, Houston would be a great p- place for this team to play. Some people have talked about Kansas City. Some people have talked about Salt Lake City as potential destinations for a new hockey team. But uh, I still have enough confidence to think there's enough open land. There's a there's a uh, a old shopping mall that they're not using anywhere in Mesa, which is not too far out of the downtown area. That's kind of maybe plan B now. So I think that they will find a way, but you're absolutely right. The, the situation they're in right now, playing in, a, in an arena that seats 4,800, hey, it's a great atmosphere because they're sold out every night, but you just can't generate the revenue you need to on a nightly basis uh, to compete in the NHL. First of all, Logan Cooley just wants to play in a Frozen Four in St. Paul. Well, I, I can see that, you know, and, and I, I <laughs> joked with him uh, before he made the announcement. I said, no matter what you choose, I hope at some point you get to experience a summer in Minnesota because all, all he knows of Minnesota so far is a pretty lousy winter that we had last year. But, yeah, you know, if you're a Gopher fan, the idea of the core of this team coming back with their goalie intact, with two of their top three forwards uh, coming back with, a, you know, a good young defensive core – and then the Frozen Four being played, you know, nine miles down the road from campus or whatever it is, XL Energy Center, you couldn't script it much better than that for a team that came so close last year and you know is going to be pretty hungry. Now, now I'm going to give you and your, your fellow writers at the Rink Live a, a storyline for the upcoming season. Can okay. the Golden Gophers overcome the tremendous pressure to play in a Frozen Four in their backyard? That'll be the, an, that could be a theme for this season. How about that? That's an that's an interesting question because we've seen it we've seen yeah. it go both ways. Now keep in mind, yeah. Steve, they've had the Frozen Four at XL Energy Center three times in the past. Yeah. All three times a team from Minnesota has won the championship there. The Gophers in two thousand two and then Minnesota Duluth the last two times it's been there. So there is something to be said for that. On the flip side, Denver hosted a Frozen Four one year, and a really good University of Denver team. Everybody thought, okay, they're going to they're going to win it at home. It's going to be a cruise for them, and they kind of fell apart in the playoffs that year. So uh, I've seen it happen both ways, where where teams have kind of uh, succumbed to the pressure of it. And and you know what's crazy? They're going to be going to camp before you know it. Um, <laughs> I don't want to wish summer away. I know. Well, hey, it's eighty. I think it's eighty-four degrees here right now. It's only seventy-seven in Sunrise, Florida. So, you know, all this talk about playing hockey in hot weather. You know, hey, if it, if if the if the Wild had gotten this far, we, they'd be playing in hot weather as well. And and man, wouldn't that be fun? Oh yeah, the the, the tailgate outside uh, 
uh, all the activity outside the XL Energy Center would be uh, very interesting on a day like today. All right, Jess, good to visit with you. Thanks again. Enjoy the final. Thanks, Steve. Always good to talk hockey. All right, there he is, Jess Myers from the Rink Live, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.